March is here and spring is in the air. The 2 terabyte TV and cartoon collection is still on sale. Check out all of our collections at the oldtimeradiodvd.com. If you haven't signed up for the Gazette, the premier newsletter about all things nostalgic, sign up today at oldtimeradiodvd.com. You'll be glad you did. The CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... Come in. Welcome. I'm E.G. Marshall. Now, what do you think of when you hear someone say... The Spirit of 76. Fifes and drums? The Battle of Bunker Hill? Valley Forge? Most likely. But what isn't too well known is the fact that there was a spirit in 76. A spirit. A ghost. A demon. Indeed, a fearful, deadly apparition to whom all of us owe an almost incomprehensible debt. Because... Had we not been able to secure the good offices of this frightful phantom at precisely the right moment, well, we might still be subject of his, mm, I should say, her royal majesty. Jabez Holland's death. This court-martial has found you guilty of spying for the enemies of your sovereign, King George III. But, Joe, I've just been trying to fight for freedom. It is the sentence of this court that you be hanged by the neck until dead. General... I don't think he's going to stand for it. Well, you don't think who is going to stand for it? Wendandingo, that's who. He's the old Indian spirit of justice. And these are his holy and sacred stamping grounds. He isn't going to let you hang me. Oh, indeed. And how does this, this alleged spirit of yours propose to interfere with his majesty's justice? Oh, you'll think of something. Well, when he better think quickly... Sergeant, march the prisoner to the nearest suitable tree. Our mystery drama, Wind and Dingo, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan and stars Jack Grimes and Kurt Benson. It is sponsored in part by Sinoff, the sinus medicines, and imported Vina Rosé wine. I'll be back shortly with Act One. Here's an important message from Buick. Buick wants you to know that a cash rebate of $500 will be given to everyone who takes delivery of a new Buick Skyhawk by Friday, February 28, 1975. And a rebate of $200 will be given to those of you who take delivery of a Buick Skylark or Apollo by February 28. Buick's cash rebate program is just one of many reasons for buying a free-spirited 1975 Skyhawk, Skylark, or Apollo. So see your Buick dealer. Many families would like to visit their relatives in the Arctic prisons, but they cannot afford it. So a few churches and other organizations got together to provide the buses and lodgings so they may visit their relatives upstate. The God we worship expects us to remember our neighbors and to help them. Join with others at your local church or synagogue and start treating your brothers and sisters like brothers and sisters. A public service of religion and American life, the Advertising Council and this station.
1787 was hardly a vintage year for the American Revolution. We were losing. The British appeared to be so strong, so well organized, so wealthy, while we seemed so weak, so disrupted, so poverty-stricken. What we needed so desperately was a victory. Of course, in October, that victory would be ours. In a backwoods settlement in New York called Saratoga, British General John Burgoyne would lose not only a battle, but an empire. He would lose it because, well, historians have advanced all sorts of strategic reasons, but nowhere among them will you find mention of an Indian demon called Windendingo. And no one speaks of an obscure American Jabez Follinsby. Jabez Follinsby? Who could ever believe he would become a hero? You're mad at me, John. Oh, Dave, no, I ain't mad. I can tell. I can always tell. I said I ain't mad, and now let's be done with it. John, take me back with you. Nope. Why no? Is it because you're mad? Because you just ain't cut out for soldiers. But I just ain't cut out for farming either. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I, I was practicing with your old musket. Then I hit the tree every time at 50 yards. And not the smooth boy. Why, you just give me a Kentucky rifle or a, well, even a Pennsylvania, and I can hit a, uh, well, I can be a shopkeeper. Yeah, how come then you hit Enoch for Fraser's prize bull? Well, I'm it was an accident, I swear. I thought he was locked up in the barn, and so I... I wasn't watching. Now, you promised me something, Dave. Yes, John, I will. I'm taking you to Uncle Dick's tavern. That's near Saratoga. John, that's way north. It's like a, a foreign country. Yeah, but there'll be someone to take care of you. So you've got to promise that you'll behave. But I can take care of myself, John. Dave, if you want to win the war, answer yes or no. My... Yes, so. Well, you have to help out on the home front. And you can't have me coming back from General Gates' army to get you out of scrape. You've got to do your part. You've got to. Now, what do you say? Whoa, whoa there. Whoa there. They're coming after us, boy. We may as well face it. Who? They're behind it. Hey, it's not Frazier. And it's up. Hold, hold in the name of the law. Gotcha. Gotcha, dead rights. I'm willing to make good for him, Enoch. It's just that the army ain't been paid. Am I supposed to wait, Sheriff? Throw him in jail. Well, I was only practicing so I could join the army and fight for freedom. <laughs> what army would take a half-wit like you? I demand you arrest these two desperate brigands and phone by bars. Now, everybody just shut up. Tomorrow morning, Judge McKenzie's going to be in town. Yeah, but Judge McKenzie, he's not Frazier's cousin. He can't be helped. He's the only judge we got. You throw them two desperados in jail, Sheriff. We're all going back. I will spend the night at Frankenthal's tavern. But they're asleep. John, now will you give me your word of honor? I don't want to put you and your brother in jail. All right. John, well, let's head back. Oh, Sheriff, I hold you responsible. Oh, shut up, Enoch. Yeah. Can I ask you something, Enoch? Why don't you like me? Oh. 
to do with John? I don't know. But you're a captain in General Gates' army. But that could mean something. Yeah, I guess it would mean a lot more if we were winning. John, you, you mean we ain't going to win? Well, we got to win. We just got to win. We, we, we were fighting for freedom. Tell me we're going to win. Well, yeah, we're, we're going to win, I guess. But it's going to take a whole lot longer than most folks think. You know how some folks are. They want everything yesterday. Well, 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 well. Here are two really fine-looking boys. An asset to the town and a credit to the country. Mind if I join you, lad? What's all this, Enoch? Well, I'll tell you what. I'll treat you to supper. You will? Why? Why? Because you're fighting for our country, John, and nothing's too good for you. And Mr. Frank and Powell, beef and bread and beer for my two good friends. What's on your mind, Enoch? <clears throat> well, now, boys... I got Gabe here for a good 16 pounds worth of damages. Agree? But I thought I I know, I know, son, I know. That's why I'm willing to offer John a proposition, a confidential proposition. Yeah. John, you and me, we're men of the world. Is that a fact? You're talking. Well, now, you didn't have fun, John. Them southerners want the land in the Ohio Territory. The merchants are looking to get more for their goods. The rabble-rousers want to have a good time. What's all this to do with law-abiding New York farmers like that? Yeah, I don't want to hear any more. Now, sit her down, Mr. Frankenthal, and make sure them plates are kept full. Well, now, I think you said... I said I don't want to hear no more. Well, that ain't like you, John. You was always a prudent man. Prudent, that is, till you get swept up in this rebellion hippie parade. Well, it gave a bunch of high-spirited boys a chance to play soldier. Dave, don't you eat another bite? Well, so there's something wrong it's with the... It's a bread of treason. Maybe you did win a couple of skirmishes against some poor spirit imported German farm boys in red coats. Oh, that evil spirit has caught hold of Enoch. But now the British are sending in trained and seasoned regulars. General Burgoyne is marching down from Canada. General Howe's marching up from New York City. You'll be cut in half, caught in a trap. That's how you see it. A prudent man thinks of the future. Therefore, he chooses the winning side. And you think you have? Oh, I know I have. And here's my proposal. As the captain in Gates' army, you'd have certain information. You want me to become a traitor? No, 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 no. A lover of your fellow man. The war's lost. Why not end it sooner? End the waste of life. I ought to report this to the sheriff. John, you just see the light. Now, I'll forget about the damages to my prize bull. And he's worth 16 pounds. I'll pay it. But meanwhile, Jay will have to sit in jail. Well, you wouldn't put poor Jabez. I'm entitled to justice. I'm entitled to my damages. Jabez, Jabez, you won't go to jail. I'll think of something. What? I ain't a soul who can help you. There is two. I know who can help us. I know. <laughs> Do you now? <laughs> He's always helping. When I called on him before, he'll help me again. Jabez. John, I'm going to call on my oldest friend. <laughs> you better call on your richest friend. <laughs> I'm going to call on him for just... No, he'll help us. You'll see. Jade, look, everybody's looking at you. It don't matter. He's my friend. He'll help. Do you remember Walking yeah. Beaver, the, the old Indian we gave food yeah, to? Yeah, you just come along with me, Jabez. Before Walking Beaver died, he told me all about the secret of Jibway's spirit. A spirit that fights evil. He taught me how to call him. His name... Is when Dan Dingo. <laughs> you hear that, everybody? <laughs> when Dan Dingo. What's that again? When Dan Dingo. 
Oh, damn dingo. Is that ain't the funniest day? Don't laugh. Don't laugh at when that thing goes. Why not? Because you don't like it. If you don't like it, you don't like it. I'm warning you. I'm warning all of you. Wayne Dandingo don't like it. All right, all right. The joke's over. Any man here who laughs at my brother has to settle with me. Hold on, now hold on, everybody. We don't want no fight. Now, John, you just take Jabe upstairs and put him to bed. Chuck, I don't want anything to happen to Enoch. Nothing's going to happen to nobody. But Enoch Fraser has got to say he's sorry to Wayne Dandingo. He's got to say it. Hey, John, you better get him upstairs. Hey, by Jiminy. Hey, by Jingo. I know your name. It's Wendandingo. Fang of a wolf and an eagle's wing. I say your name is Wendandingo. Hey, who are you talking to, James? Yeah, but nobody, John. Nobody at all. Yes, you were. That's why I woke up. I heard you say something. I... Oh, yes, it's that crazy thing. That wind, Dan Dingo. No, it ain't crazy. I've seen them. You have? A hundred times. Most folks are scared of them, but not me. All you have to do is ask for justice. And that's all I've done. That's all you've done? Wind, Dan Dingo's a good spirit. And I'm asking him to fight against the evil spirit that's taken hold of poor Enoch Fraser. Because, well, it, it takes a spirit to fight a spirit, don't it? Gabe, go back to sleep. Yes, John. Tongue of a copperhead. Horns of a moose. Claws of a bear. Feathers of a goose. Gabe. Hey, by Jiminy. Gabe, shut up. I'm really sleepy. But, John, this is the only time we can call Windan Dingo at midnight. It's the only time he's able to hear the voice of mortal man. And the clock just struck. Listen. He, he's here. That's his voice. Jay, that's just an eagle way off. Listen. Then, then you go back to sleep. Who's that? Sounds like Enoch Fraser. Enoch must be having a nightmare. Enoch does drink an awful lot. No, it's when Dan Dingo, all right. And justice is being done. I don't think Enoch's crimes were that serious. Well, he's quiet now. Now I guess he woke himself up from that nightmare. No, he didn't wake up. He's dead. That's enough, kid. I need my sleep. And he brought it on himself. He's got no one to blame but himself. Hey, will you shut up and get to sleep? Oi. Oi, get up. Wake up. Come up, John. 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 What is it? Boys. You got to leave. What's wrong? Don't let no one hear. Get out of here as fast as your legs will take you and as far as your horse. Well, we know who else, or perhaps we think we know. 
It was Windandingo, the ancient Indian spirit. Or was it? The fact is, we know Jabez wasn't there while the deed was being done. But our knowing cannot help Jabez. After all, none of us will be able to appear as a witness. However, I shall appear again in just a few moments with Act Two. Fighting for freedom, and I'll I'll be doing nothing. You'll be doing your part, helping out here. 
John, this war. It's the biggest thing that'll ever happen while I'm alive, and, and I'll have done nothing. Don't say that. Who knows? You could wind up being a hero. Oh, yeah. I mean it. Yeah, but by sweeping out a tab, I'd be ready. Being ready for what? For, for whatever fate has in store. Well, I look at myself, and you know what I say? I say, J. Bones Bonesby, fate has got absolutely nothing in store for you. Come in. 
Uh, you told Aunt Martha you wanted this wine, General. Here it is. Yeah, I did. Uh, Aunt Martha wants me to clean up the room, too. Yes. May I inquire, Jabez, that's a rather large knife you carry in your belt. Uh, uh, yes, sir. Hmm. You look like a peaceable enough fellow. Why are you so well armed? Well, I'm I'm in the woods a lot, and you, you need a knife. Yeah, I must say, Jabez, I'm considerably relieved. I'd overheard you and your aunt talking in the kitchen. Oh, General. Well, I wasn't eavesdropping. <clears throat> well, the truth is, I was. But who can resist the temptation? And I heard you talking about fighting for freedom. I had assumed, perhaps, that you might strike a blow for freedom with that knife. What? The knife? Well, how? How? By living out the heart's blood of Sir John Burgoyne. <laughs> Please don't say that. The, 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 the idea of stabbing somebody, it makes... Well, 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 what's this? You're actually trembling. Yeah, here's some wine. No, 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 sir, that, that'll make, make, make me sicker. Oh, I'm truly sorry. I didn't mean to upset you, but you must admit that the assassination of the tyrant commander, as I believe I'm called, would be a mighty bull for freedom. No, sir, I ain't going to admit that. Well, why not? Well, I've been thinking and thinking and... Well, I think I'm willing to die for freedom. I- I'm just not willing to kill for it. Uh, sir, the dispatches have arrived. You have a communication from General Howe. Do I have a letter from Mr. David Garrick in London? Uh, no, sir. Well, are you sure, Parker? Yes, sir. But this letter from General Howe... But Garrick as good as promised he would produce my play this season. Uh, sir, this letter from General Howe... Oh, that devil will take General Howe. Damn it, Parkhurst. My maid of the Oaks is as good a work as anything Garrick could put on the boards. Better. Uh, this letter from General Howe in New York City is most urgent. The devil take William Howe. Fanny Kendall herself wants to play the part of... Did you say a letter from General Howe in New York City? Yes, sir. Just what in the seven unholy names of Satan is really Howe still doing in the city of New York? He should be halfway to Albany by now. Well, sir, the, the letter the letter was sent from New York. But General Howe is uh, <clears throat> marching on Philadelphia. Philadelphia? Well, I have that letter. Oh. 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 Sergio Burgoyne, the greatest assistance I can give you is to capture Philadelphia and thus prevent Washington from moving northward. Your obedient servant, Washington. He wants to save me from General Washington, that Fred uh, Virginia aristocrat and his pathetic rabble that masquerades as an army. Well, it's Gates and Morgan who threaten me here. Uh, but, sir, uh, what's to be done? Oh. We'll move back very quickly toward Fort Ticonderoga before the rebels can close in and cut us off. Uh, Jabez, bring me more wine. Quickly. Yes, sir, General. I want the army ready to march in two hours. Jabe, I was listening to God every word. General Howe ain't coming. We're going to have to skedaddle back to Canada. Well, that's a blow for freedom, isn't it? It'll be a bigger blow for going with captured, taken with his whole army, the entire kit and caboodle. All in guns and horses and ammunition and supplies. But, but how, Aunt Martha, how? You're going to do it, Jabe. Me? Yes, sir, you. You're going to be responsible for the capture of Gentleman Johnny Burgoyne and 8,000 of the best troops in the whole British Army. You, 
Jabez Bonsby. Well, the only thing that can be said at this point in time is that she knows something we don't know. And she's right. Because as students of history, we know the end of the story. We know that Burgoyne and his army were captured. Now, we shall expand that knowledge and discover how. When I return shortly with Act Three. WBBM Chicago News Radio 78. 36 degrees at Midway Airport. The time is 11.05. Each must answer the call of fate. For some, it comes early. For others, late. And fate is now calling to Jabez Follinsby, a young man of New York State in the year of 1777. Proof again if proof were ever needed, that some of the most remarkable and earth-shaking events occur not simply because of the actions of the rich and the powerful, but also through the unconscious intervention of the powerless and the lowly. General Burgoyne can be captured by our General Gates. Yes. If it's one, Aunt Martha. If they can get here quick enough, Jabez. If Gates can only send some cavalry real fast, they could delay Burgoyne long enough for the rest of the army to come up and capture him. Then what can I do? Oh, you can mount Mayflower. She's the fastest horse we've got in the stable. And ride like the wind to where General Gates is camped. And tell him... Jabe? Jabe, are you listening to me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Martha, I'm, I'm listening. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But I can hardly believe it. Believe what? Well, what, what John said, and... And yet it's come true. John said, he said, if I was ready, fate would make me a hero. Well, it has come true. 
And I can fight for freedom without shedding blood. And I ain't got a minute to lose. Saddle up Mayflower. No, uh, oh, I have to bring General Bergona up on the line. Oh, I'll do it. Yeah, but if you ask me, on your way, Gabe. Every minute is precious as gold. Goodbye, Aunt Martha. Goodbye, Gabe. And the good Lord bless you. Captain Sterling has ordered all unit commanders to be ready to move in two hours. Well, there's a screen of light cavalry on both flanks. Uh, may I say, sir, that it's a brilliant maneuver. Mm, no doubt. But back in London, it will be construed as an inglorious retreat. What? A most necessary one. Well, to my political enemies, and I have a vintage crop this year, a retreat is always a disgrace. But, General, to move an army so many miles through hostile territory is surely a feat worth. Oh, no, I shall be Burgoyne the Bundler. While Howe will be the hero. Howe, with his cheap victory at Philadelphia. <laughs> Did I say cheap? It will cost us these 13 colonies. Where's my wine? Jabez! General, you, you ordered this bottle. Yes, about time, too. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. I tell you, Parkhurst, this William Howe, he hasn't the sense, the brains, the intellect of this young servant, this Jabez Follinsby. Where is Jabez, Mrs. Follinsby? Where is Jabez, sir? Yes, madam. Oh, uh, yes? Well, I, I sent him I, I sent him to the barn to... to uh... Yes, well, I wish to see him. Oh, but, but he's got to chop some wood. I wish to talk to him. Oh, but, uh, begging your pardon, sir. Unless he does his chores, you aren't going to have wood for your fire tonight or for me to cook your supper. Uh, may I suggest a solution to the problem? I shall assign him early to the wood chopping, thus freeing Jabez for his more important duty, which is to speak with me. Fetch him, if you please. Madam, is there a difficulty I am unaware of? Why are you so nervous? Me? So frightened. And where is Jabez? By, by the barn chopping wood, sir. I can see the barn very clearly from this window, but I neither see nor hear Jabez. Uh, General. The boy was in here when I handed you the dispatch from New York City. Could he be off for General Gates' encampment? Well, Mrs. Follinsby, could he? Oh, I... Oh, oh no, no. Oh, here's have a party of scouts go after him. Well, Jabez. General, I guess you were wrong. Wrong? Well, you said you didn't come here to hang me to the sycamore tree outside, but... Those men who captured me said, that's what you're... I'm sorry, Jabez, but we have rules. Don't, don't hang him. Why should you hang him? Because he was conveying information to the enemy. Who says so? Now, madam. Who says so? But maybe, maybe he just felt like taking a little ride on horseback. I mean, is that something to hang a man for? I see. Well, that would, of course, place the case in an entirely new perspective. Is that what Jabez was doing? Yes, sir. Is it, Jabez? Were you merely out for a little ride? Or were you conveying information to General Gates? Tell him you were just out for a little ride, Jabez. I was bringing information to General Gates. Uh, Shall I ask that question again, Jabez? No, sir. I, I, I heard it the first time. Danny Chavez, do you want me to hang you? No, sir, but, but, but I, don't, I don't want to lie, neither. General, the army is ready to march. I know that, Parkhurst. May I suggest we hang the prisoner and uh, be on our way? Jabez, I don't want to hang you. I know that, sir. I, I appreciate that, but I can't lie. Even if you have to die. I won't die. Oh, indeed. Why not? Because that wouldn't be justice. And that's why Wind and Dingo wouldn't let it happen. 
I don't believe I caught that name. Wyndham Dingo. Yes? Wyndham Dingo. He's the old Ojibwe Indian spirit of justice. And all through here, all through this country, it's his holy ground. And if you ask him for justice in the right way, we'll see you get it. Well, my boy, I suggest you ask him. I will. Well, what are you waiting for? Midnight. Midnight? Oh, yes, sir. You can't raise them till midnight. But I intend to hang you now. Well, you wouldn't do that, General. You're a fair man. You, you give a man a chance. I am giving you a chance. Just tell me you are riding for pleasure or to visit your girl and we're quick. I don't get any pleasure riding a horse, and I don't have a girl here. Uh, General, every minute we delay... Julius, do you expect me to wait till midnight? I expect you to do the right thing. Well, what is supposed to happen at midnight? I'll call on Wyndham Dingo. Yes? And he'll appear. Where? Right here. And only here. Why? Because this is where the injustice was first made. And then? And then... You'll see that you give me justice. How? Oh. I don't know, General. That'll have to be between you and Wyndham Dingo. He'll convince you somehow. Well, you mean uh, a spirit will materialize and convince me that it would be unjust to hang you? Yes, sir. Hmm. Uh, sir, shall the light cavalry be posted on the flanks now? He will actually appear. Yes, sir. General, we need every minute. Parkhurst. Uh, yes, sir. Do you know what this lad is saying? Yes, sir. I mean, no, sir. A spirit, an Indian spirit, will appear here at midnight to plead for his life. Uh, sir, any hour now, the rebels will know about General Howe. We have just about run out of time. No, Parkhurst, we run out of life. The time, ah, uh, there's enough and to spare. Look at that boy's face, Parkhurst. I must remind the General, he is the only completely honest human being you and I have ever met. Let us salute him. Uh, sir, now, Jabez, this Windandingo of yours, he will appear promptly at midnight. General, is it possible you don't realize... Parkhurst, I would deserve disgrace if I run from this continental rabble. I've decided to stay, to fight, and to break the back of this impertinent rebellion. Is that clear? Uh, yes, sir. Jabez... Will your Windandingo appear promptly at midnight? Yes, sir, he will. You'll see him. I had better. Because if I do not, if you are playing me false, then I shall hang you. Hang you from the bar of that sycamore tree. I shall hang you by the neck until you are dead. And leave you dangling for the kites and crows to feast on your carcass. Do you understand? Yes, sir. <laughs> I wish to report that it's midnight. I'm aware of that, Parker. Also, word from the outpost. Enemy signs on the left flank. Oh, thank you, Parker. Uh, there, there may still be time to break out. That will be all. <sighs> yes, sir. Well, it's midnight, Jabez. Jabez. Hey, by Jiminy. Hey, by Jingo. I know your name. It's Wendan Dingo. Of a wolf and an eagle's wing. I know your name is Wind and Dingo. Is he a wolf? An eagle? What, Jabez? 
tongue of a copperhead, horns of a moose, claws of a bear, feathers of a goose. Where is he, Jabez? I know your name. It's Windandingo. Well? Windandingo. I don't know, General. I, I, I don't know. He, he's always showed up before. Were you lying to me? No, sir. The, those, those words always fetched him. But we two are lying. But I was telling the truth. Say you were fighting. No, it's the truth. You made it up to save your life. I tell you it's true. Admit it's a lie, and I'll spare your life. But I've seen him. I, I know him. For that, Jabez, I shall hang you. Windandingo! Windandingo! There is no Windandingo. But there is a major parkist. And I shall order him to assemble an execution squad. Wind and Dingo, Wind and Dingo, I know your name. It's Wind and Dingo. There is no Wind and Dingo. Listen. It's a quiet night. I, I can hear an eagle screaming in the distance. Listen. Can that be a bear prowling about? The call of a moose. The growl of a bear. The cackle of a goose. It's Wind and Dingo. There is no... You hear him. I, I... And you see him. I, I, I think I see something. Shall we put a man? Two. A snake. A bird. His feathers. The hair. Close things. You see him. You see him. What, what is it? It's one damn thing, though. No, no. It is impossible. It doesn't exist. These things don't exist. It's Wind and Dingo. Oh, I'm breathing. You're awake. I had too much to drink. It's Wind and Dingo. What, what does he want with me? It's I'm listening. I can't hear a word. He talks without words. He's in your mind. Listen to what he's saying. He gets angry if you don't listen. What is Wind and Dingo saying? Give him justice. People justice. Without justice, there is only death, death, death. Oh, Jabez, I never wanted to. General, General Burgoyne, help, help! What have you done to the general? Well, I didn't do nothing. General, General, are you all right, sir? Uh, 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 yes, sir. Where did it go? Where did what go? Oh, but it was just standing there. What was just standing here? Oh, Jabez. Yes, General. Sure, I come scouting. But, 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 sir. I really should hang you. When Dandingo was here. But I won't. On one condition. Give me your solemn oath. Go join Gates' army. Sir, I, I really am not much for fighting. Jabez, there is nothing so destructive to the smooth operation of an army, indeed a government, as a completely honest man. You've done enough damage here. Now take your talent for disruption over to your own people. It's perhaps the best chance we British have to win this war. Well... Jabez did manage somehow to join General Gates' army, and he fought side by side with his brother John. However, Burgoyne's cynical hope was not to come true. After all, we did win the war. So you see, Jabe's honesty, sincerity, and idealism didn't do us too much damage at that time. 
I'll be back shortly. Here's an important message from Buick. Buick wants you to know that a cash rebate of $500 will be given to everyone who takes delivery of a new Buick Skyhawk by Friday, February 28, 1975. And a rebate of $200 will be given to those of you who take delivery of a Buick Skylark or Apollo by February 28. Buick's cash rebate program is just one of many reasons for buying a free-spirited 1975 Skyhawk, Skylark, or Apollo. So see a Buick dealer. There's a kind of chemical warfare going on. In this war, cancer is the enemy. Our weapon is chemotherapy. Today, the anti-cancer drugs of chemotherapy enable thousands of patients to lead active lives despite cancer. More people can be helped. To keep the research going, send a check today to the Chemo, that's Chemo, C-H-E-M-O, Therapy Foundation, Box 8, New York, New York, 128. This is a public service message from the Chemotherapy Foundation. Wondering what happened to Gentleman Johnny Burgoyne, he went home to become richer and more powerful than ever. He spent the rest of his life writing plays, and they say one of them was about a powerful Indian spirit. Unfortunately, many of his papers have been lost. A pity. However, if they ever find that play, we'll present it here for you on Mystery Theater. Our cast included Jack Grimes, Court Benson, Mason Adams, Earl Hammond, and Bryna Rayburn. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. And now, a preview of our next tale. No, Jane, don't. Please, put that pistol away. No, no, I won't have you yet. Please, don't kill him. Why not? Please. Who deserves killing him, huh? Kept me alive all those months in the hospital thinking of you, dreaming of you, picturing how it would be when I got back home. Well, I am home now, and I know what I've got to do. I won't let you. Get away from me. No. Listen, listen, ain't that just your style, huh? Hiding behind a woman's skirt. I don't have to hide anywhere. inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams. Chicago, News Radio 78.